0: i enough at last. Submitted for your consideration. To sci-fi fans, Sean Majors and Keith Conrad, Rewatch The Twilight Zone from beginning to end. It's like something out of that twilight show about that zone. Introducing four experts in the questionable art of crime. Mr. Farwell, expert on noxious gases, former professor with a doctorate in both chemistry and physics. Mr. Irby, expert in mechanical engineering. Mr. Brooks, expert in the use of firearms and other weaponry, and Mr. DeCruz, expert in demolition and various forms of destruction. The time is now, and the place is a mountain cave in Death Valley, USA. In just a moment, these four men will utilize the services of a truck placed in Cosmoly, loaded with a hot heist, cooled off by a century of sleep, and then take a drive into the Twilight Zone.
1: Episode number 60. Boy, it's amazing how far you can get in a podcast when uh, you're just doing it for fun and no one can fire you.
0: (laughs) It's my favorite way to do
1: it. (laughs) It it is. Yes. Uh, Episode 60 was the Rip Van Winkle caper. And uh, I don't know if you're uh, I I would assume. Listen, from what I know about you, uh, (laughs) I would assume you knew this. Um, But I'm not sure if we have brought it up in the in the in the. Run of this podcast at this point, I'm so but uh, but Rod Serling did write uh, did write Planet of the Apes, um, and uh, basically the exact same thing happens in this in this. Episode.
0: <laughs> um, that I did not make that connection. That's really funny. Uh,
1: not not like the exact same story, but one of yeah. the one of the things that happens in Planet of the Apes happens in in this one. That's. Uh...
0: There are so many, I mean, I, I understand that there can be parallel thinking, but like you wonder how many movies and, and everything could be, you know, directly influenced that could, it, you know, that straight line could be drawn from an episode like this to Planet of the Apes.
1: Yeah, I remember. Uh, so uh, last Charlton week has
0: to not marky mark one.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, last week, um, the Daily Jaws, which by the way is a very entertaining Twitter account uh, to follow, they tweeted that uh, uh, it was uh, Richard Donner's birthday, and uh, I pointed out to them that Richard Donner was uh, the director of uh, Nightmare Twenty Thousand Feet. Oh, so, yeah. um, you know, you think about, think about that, uh, you know, he directed a few episodes and, and obviously had a, a, really, uh, long, successful career. Um, you know, how Richard many, Matheson, think of how many things by Richard Matheson have oh, been of course. redone. Um, was Richard
0: Matheson, who, who did the night gallery? Uh,
1: I, Richard Matheson might've been involved in night gallery, but I'm sure he was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if nothing else, I, I would assume that, you know, Serling would have brought him in at some point on that one.
0: Oh, yeah. <clears throat> um, I, I do enjoy this as the um, it might be the only reference to Fort Knox, which you would think would be just a uh, an, an easy crutch to fall back on in storytelling in the 60s, um, because it certainly was in the 90s.
1: <laughs> right.
0: With every action movie. <laughs>
1: Uh, It was. And uh, so so this centers around four 'er ne'er-do-wells. Oh, they're 'er ne'er-do-wells who uh, robbed a train, which, by the way, who's robbing a train in 1961? Who's robbing the (laughs)
0: train? This is like oceans Four. like one is a (laughs) one, one is a noxious gas expert, which what? Another one is like a chemistry professor. Another one is a mechanical engineer and another one. Is knows how to shoot guns. Like that is not the. That's not like the and the explosives guy. That's not like the team that you're gonna assemble to rob a train. If anybody still robbed trains in 1961.
1: Uh, well, apparently these people were they are kicking it old school. <laughs> they 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 robbed a, um, you know a, a train with a, a million dollars worth of gold bricks, which. Like I, I get okay. Now we're we're gonna we've done this uh, many times. We might as well do it here. Nineteen sixty-one (laughs) dollars to dollars to. I'm gonna say that's like ten. Ten million. You think? Yeah, that's my guess. Uh, Okay, so a hundred. Wait. Come on, you can do this. So. Okay, The Wikipedia
0: so one, page, I don't know when the Wikipedia page was written, but it says equal to 8.6 million.
1: Uh, 8.7, because, oh, you know, oh. the dollar's worthless now. There you uh, go. After after the past, you know, two years, the dollar's completely worthless now. So <laughs> that's added a, a little bit to it. Uh, you know, $8 million. Like, like, yeah, for for the four of them, that that's going to set them up pretty well for life. But like, like, listen, if you if you get caught robbing the train, is that really worth it? You're For a million
0: to, dollars? I don't know if Alcatraz was operational during this time, but uh,
1: that, that was about sixty-one. Was about the time <laughs> it, it got shut down, actually.
0: So maybe, maybe Alcatraz just shut down, and they're feeling free, and they have nothing to lose. This is kind of like the, um, but then again, they're they're also kind of operating under the same math that we were talking about uh, with um, Prime Mover, because we. You know, uh, if Ace Larson could win three million dollars for him and his two friends, they'd just be set for life.
1: Yeah, this isn't even three million dollars; it's one million split four ways. <laughs> like if I, I'm not signing up for that, for that, for that uh, robbery, no, not at all. Because I'm like, first of all, okay, we're gassing people. Maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. If it, if it doesn't, we're gonna we're gonna go to jail for the rest of our lives for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Even in even in, you know, 1961 dollars. I mean,
0: I I guess a noxious gas expert doesn't really make a lot of money. So
1: that's true. That's that's true. So so they've when we when we catch up to them, they've already robbed the bank and they're driving into a cave. Mm -hmm. And uh, their elaborate plan is to uh, put themselves to sleep for 100 years, figuring that by 2061, no one will remember the robbery, and they'll be in the clear.
0: This 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 plot device annoys the living hell out of me. So, a couple of things here: if you're a noxious gas expert, a professor, a uh, mechanical engineer, um, an expert in explosives, etc., I would imagine you would have a college degree, right?
1: I would think so. Yeah.
0: In addition to that, you have harnessed the the science of, of cryogenics and you can put yourself to sleep for a century. So I would imagine you either know how to do that or you made enough money because you were good at something else to pay somebody to do that. How in the world do you think that your four glass tombs are not, somebody's not going to come across them in 10, in ten decades?
1: Not only that, but uh, uh, again, I keep coming back to the fact that it's a (laughs) million (laughs) dollars. Like it had to have taken more than a million dollars to come up with the technology to put yourself to sleep. Which, by the way, we are thinking about
0: this all wrong. What is a million dollars going to be in 2061 money?
1: Oh, that's true. How is
0: How is inflation going to affect that?
1: Okay. So we'll see so maybe they're banking on the fact that it's a million dollars, which is enough for them to build a life on. Sure. Um, but it's not the crime of the century. Yeah. So that 100 years from now. So maybe maybe like the idea isn't uh, that this is the biggest crime uh, we could possibly pull off. <laughs> And so we need to hide for 100 years because this crime is so huge. Maybe they're thinking, this is enough for us to build a life on. The way to get away with it is to do it, you know, is to do a small crime that (laughs) in the end will pay off. Because in 2061, we all know that, you know, inflation is going to be insane. (laughs) And so this million dollars in gold is going to be worth a lot.
0: I mean I understand that they um oh yeah, it is gold, so that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I understand that they um are putting themselves to sleep for a century to so so they can spend it in a hundred years and it won't be hot, but like they really should have at least put it in an interest bearing account before they went to sleep.
1: Or, you know, again, open up open up a nice Robin Hood account. Yeah. Invest in an ETF.
0: Put that on Vanguard. You're yeah. guaranteed to make money.
1: Um well I guess you couldn't do that immediately after robbing the train. Probably not. Um <laughs> with plus, gold bricks. Plus they'd be like, ETF, don't you mean WTF? Uh um, <laughs> boom. Uh so yeah, I I and and I've got problems I've got other problems with uh, this robbery that we'll get into at the end. <laughs> um so and, and I still keep coming back to the fact that Listen, I don't care how smart this guy was. It took more than a million dollars to develop <laughs> the technology to go to sleep for 100 years. Like, there's no way around that. It.
0: They're not good with their money.
1: Okay. Like, I, I don't know if you've seen uh, For All Mankind. Mm, yeah. Um, I don't know if you've seen the finale of, of For All Mankind. No. Uh, are you a fan of, of, of the series? I, I like what I've seen. If I spoil the end, is that going to ruin your day? No, 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 no. Okay. Good. So in the, in the season finale of For All Mankind, there's a problem with the nuclear reactor on the Mars uh, colony. And they have to, two of the characters have to go out and fix it. But the problem is that they're cut off from the rest of the station and don't have any spacesuits. Oh, no. So NASA's brilliant idea is for them to wrap themselves up in duct tape and hold their breath, go outside, do their thing, and come back in. I don't feel like that's realistic. And I was, ha- oh, it's realistic. Having them survive is not realistic.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
1: And I was having, and, and I will say, again, spoiler alert, these two characters die. And I was, I was, I was. Talking with a with a friend about, you know, because they're popular characters and, you know, uh, it's really sad that they died. And I'm, you know, my initial thought is, well, I'm smarter than these people. I can figure out how they could have (laughs) survived. And I keep coming back to the fact that they wrap themselves up in duct tape. So you're not surviving that. Like,
0: what, a, you, what an advertisement for duct tape.
1: You, you might survive the 20 seconds that you need to do the thing that you're being out there to do. Yeah. But you're going to die.
0: Your brain's going to implode.
1: <laughs> yes. It's a one way trip. <laughs>
0: okay. Uh, I, need a re- I need to get Apple TV back and finish <laughs> this.
1: Yeah, I mean the finale is really good. You know, it's just it, it, yeah, like like I was I was literally trying to MacGyver up a way that could have survived, and I'm like, well, no matter what, you come back to the fact that they're wrapped in duct tape. It's a one way trip. Yes. Uh, anyway, I, I forget how what what that was supposed to come back to. What what point that was supposed to come back to? But um,
0: I think just the fact that uh, it, you know the, them them putting themselves in these glass again. Let's let's find a less uh, fragile. Uh, material
1: that would be to, yeah yeah
0: to entomb yourself in for a century
1: yeah i i i don't get that so they so they wake up and they're not you know they open their uh, their little cave thing and they they look outside it looks pretty much the same so they're yeah. not they at first they think it didn't work And then they realize that one of them is not there.
0: One of them is a skeleton.
1: And so they go back to the back of the room. Naturally, it's the one that was in the back of the cave. So nobody noticed that he wasn't there. (laughs) Uh, They go back, and it's literally uh, just a skeleton with a ring on it.
0: I I, I understand that this is a 22-minute show. You can't spend minutes of like you know decompressing but like they really get out of those uh those glass cages and they're fine they're De- they're good to go right away
1: yeah decompressing like the two characters in for all mankind <laughs> Exactly. Uh, so so. Anyway, they uh, they realize one of them isn't there. They they go back and check it out, and uh, they see that his glass box uh, has a has a uh, a rock fell on it and cracked it, and so the the magic gas escaped, and he did not live.
0: Which I mean, I don't know how they could have expected that. I mean, who 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 would expect rocks in a cave,
1: right? Imagine that. So the uh the, the four neer do wells are now three neer Do wells <laughs> and uh they they soon uh you know they, they start uh start packing the, the getaway car, uh which apparently still works. So so good on whatever company made that car because it's been sitting in a cave for a hundred years and it still works.
0: Probably Volvo.
1: Probably Volvo, yeah, that <laughs> that would make the most sense. Um so one of them decides that uh, you know, Three wells is one too many neer wells and runs over the other ne'er-do-well. <laughs> uh, but as he's doing that, uh, the brakes don't work because it's been sitting in there for 100 years.
0: I mean, not even a Volvo is going to be completely operational.
1: Right, exactly. And uh, so he, he successfully runs over his, uh, his counterpart. <laughs> he um, succeeds
0: in running over <laughs>
1: <laughs> But But the, the truck won't stop. So it ends up going over a cliff Because, you know, naturally there's a cliff nearby Because yeah, why wouldn't there be? It's uh,
0: 100 yards over the rim
1: Exactly <laughs> um, So they, uh, they, they Decide they're going to uh, carry As much gold as they can And set out for civilization And uh, Somehow, somewhere along the way The, the, uh, the Mastermind, the boss uh, He loses his canteen
0: Far well than air well
1: yeah, exactly. Farwell, the, <laughs> the head ne'er do well, and uh, the wh- the the one remaining other ne'er do well, uh, you know, starts offering him water in exchange for uh, gold. Yeah, and eventually he basically ends up with all the gold. <laughs> and uh, uh, Farwell, the head ne'er do well, eventually doesn't like this. He he uh, he ends up uh, beating the snot out of uh, d- out of. The other guy uh, killing him, much like uh, when the uh, when the astronauts you know landed in in, <laughs> in the desert and and the one killed all the others. Uh, so now the four near duels are one near duel, <laughs> but he's still out in the middle of nowhere. So he he starts uh, walking to to civilization. Eventually, just collapses because he's in the desert. And uh, you know, while you will survive in the desert. Um, longer than you would on the surface of the moon, wrapped in duct tape. Sure. Um, he doesn't make it. He, he he collapses, and and just as he's collapsing, a, a man walks up to him, and you know, uh, you know, he, uh, the Farwell, the, the head and air do well, uh, <laughs> offers him uh, gold in exchange for taking him to the city, uh, but dies before the guy can even respond. Mm. So the guy goes to his uh, goes back to his very futuristic car showing that we did, in fact, make it 100 years into the future. For
0: some reason, that scene made me laugh because he, he walks like 10 feet to Farwell and he's like, oh, he's dead. And then walks like just like kind of saunters on back to the car that oh man, the it, effort they put into making that look like. A-
1: oh, no, that that uh, that was actually the uh, that was that was the car. Robbie, the robot drives in Forbidden Planet.
0: Is that is that right?
1: Yeah, yeah, it was the same one. That's awesome. Cuz it's got like the the glass bubbles in front. Oh my god. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, same car. Oh, I want to watch you know watch that movie again. <laughs> uh, yeah, I yeah, why wouldn't you watch that I th- movie again?
0: What yeah. Who was it wasn't there was some connect wasn't Anne Francis in like the after hours or something like that she
1: was yeah she yeah, was Marsha yeah. in the after hours
0: that was the connection okay
1: anyway <laughs> um, and uh, Robbie the Robbie the robot does show up in an episode or two of the Twilight Zone
0: yes cannot wait
1: uh, so the so the guy is talking to his uh, his wife in uh, Robbie the robots car that they you know that they borrowed and um, you know he's talking about how this guy um, you know was offering him gold As if it was worth something. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, they're kind of talking about it and they say, yeah, about 100 years or so ago, they found a way to manufacture it. And then he uh, he just, you know, tosses the gold bar out the window and then and then they they go on their way. And, thank uh, you know,
0: th- thank, thank God for expository conversation.
1: <laughs> exactly. And, and that got me thinking. Actually, what really got me thinking about this was uh, the fact that uh, I work in, in radio, which, as we've discovered, discussed uh, previously, is dying. <laughs> uh, and like every other commercial is for like gold and silver. Oh, yeah. Jeez. And I, I was thinking about this before I even watched this episode because of, you know, the 32 ads for um, you know, <laughs> yeah. gold and precious metals that we played in an hour. Uh-huh. Just let's just wrap our heads around the fact that uh, like most of our economy is just based on a shiny rock. Yeah. Like that, yeah. that like there is use for gold, like of course. other other than jewelry. There is actually, you know, practical use for gold.
0: I'm sure it's a great alloy,
1: but most of it is just. It's a shiny rock that there isn't much of.
0: It's so, a shiny it's a shiny rock that our dollar is no longer based on.
1: Right. <laughs> and like you know, like like people like the people that these commercials are are, you know, aimed at, they're like, Well, one day society's gonna collapse and and you know, because of that, you know, gold will be the only thing that's worthwhile. Really, if we're all struggling for food, you think you're just going to waltz in with your bar of gold and be like, "Well, I guess I own the town now,"
0: <laughs> and people are just going to worship at your feet. Yeah, it's yeah. um, it it's that's a very pessimistic way of investing.
1: It, it is, yeah, because like you sort of like you're you're buying gold in as a hedge in case in case like <laughs> society collapses. But it's dumb too because. But but if society collapses like nobody's going to want gold that'll be the yeah. last thing they need i i I, I don't get that one you know what this episode was dumb <laughs> Yeah, I mean, as we've discussed, I, I've long since lost track of uh, the episodes that would be on my Mount Rushmore of, course, of, uh, of yeah. Twilight Zone episodes. This would definitely not be on it.
0: Yeah, this is a skip. It's just the like. I understand you have to, you know, take take some of the plots and the and the storytelling with a grain of salt. But this 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 plot just it, it annoyed me. There's no other way to describe
1: it. <laughs> I I mean it. it to, to me it starts and ends with the fact that If you had the brain power uh, To put people to sleep For a hundred years There's plenty of people who would pay For that Just do that and get more, money from that
0: More than $250,000 Yeah. The last of four Rip Van Winkle's Who all died precisely the way they lived Chasing an idol across the sand To wind up bleached dry In the hot sun as so much desert flotsam Worthless as the gold bullion They built a shrine to Tonight's lesson in the Twilight Zone.